Hello and welcome to another episode of Top Tier. Super keen to get into it. This week we're doing things a bit differently. Um, not the usual listing, but this this week we changing things up, spicing things up and doing a new segment on the show called Spotlight where we shine a light on artists and people we find interesting. Um, this week we're shining a light on one of the mo- one of the most talented people and producers I know, um, Master G. She's out of Little Rock, Arkansas in the United States and she's super talented and she agreed to spend the hour with me and chat about her life, about her music and about all the things she enjoys about producing. Um, so enough me talking, just yeah man. Um, enjoy the show and as always leave a like, a follow and let me know your thoughts on this new segment. I think it's super cool and I'm super excited that we're getting into it. Um, first episode of Spotlight with Master G. Thank you. Yo. Yo, what's up? Dude, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sounding clean, man. How do I sound? Do I sound clean? <laughs> yeah, you sound clean too. Oh, I'm so nervous, but I'm so excited that we're actually <laughs> doing this, man. Oh, You're I'm nervous. So... I'm nervous too. It's my first ever like podcast interview or anything. So I'm like, uh. <laughs> no, nah, I'm pumped, man. Oh, I've been like, I've been anxious and I've been thinking, oh, this is better just go well. But I'm just so keen to finally, um, get this opportunity to chat to you and um mm-hmm. just kind of get some insight into your mind and your process and just also shine some light on you because i think you're obviously insanely talented so again thank you so much for doing this and taking the time thank you so much thanks for having me on here really appreciate yeah. it yeah yeah the podcast is uh it's, it's it's small and it's growing ever so slightly which is nice to see so um mm-hmm. i'm, I'm good. glad that yeah no i think um kind of just decided to do it on a woman it's trying to um do a new segment and trying to build it build it like a a universe kind of in a way mm-hmm. um so this is the the first of many um spotlights so again so thank you and welcome to top tier the podcast man oh like i said hey. i'm super keen i'm super keen to get into this um same yeah i think i just wanted to to do an introduction in the sense of you why we're here and um get into it so as you know this is a top tier podcast where we normally rate things and this is kind of we going a little off 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 the beaten path here and we changing things up and this is a new segment on the podcast called spotlight and where Mm -hmm. we shine spotlight on artists um athletes whatever we find interesting or whomever we find interesting and who we think is next up in a sense and the first episode a person i i I know and have been and been following for a while now graciously agreed to do this with me and i'm super excited she's doing this and that is master g um i didn't want to give you i I won't give you a government i don't know if that if if you're comfortable oh no it's fine okay Um, cool and then um (laughs) Yeah, or, or or if you you might know from a f- previous tag, Gabriel. I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> that used to be the tag, man. I think it's changed now. Like you don't use it that often. Yeah, no, I don't. I have a new. I have a few new tags. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I think like I remember when we when we when we used to uh, make music together. That was it. I, that always used to just be stuck in my head, and I used to just be like Gabriel, and it's just like you know. That's crazy. People are always telling me that like my tags like today are stuck in their heads. So I, that's a good thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it, it the for me it's also not just the tag itself, but the way you work it in. I think mm-hmm. it's quite it's quite unique because it's never just in the front of the song or it's mm-hmm. never just or randomly placed, which I think is 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 quite unique as well. Um, right. I think from our side, I just wanted you to introduce yourself, and by introducing yourself, I wanted you to give the listeners uh, your TLDR which is just uh, uh, mm-hmm. the long and short of Master G. Sure. Well, what's up, everybody? My name is Gabrielle, aka okay, Master G. Um, I have been producing since um, 2012, and I've been playing piano for a little longer than that. And um, we had this upright piano at our house, and, like, I would... I was I was taking piano lessons and stuff and while practicing sheet music I would always like 
get distracted and start improvising and like making melodies and like um, different chord progressions and stuff on the piano. And eventually I was like, I really want to like add percussion. I want to add drums to what the melodies I'm making and stuff. I want to, um, I just want to create and like manipulate sound and stuff the way I'm hearing these producers manipulate sound and make music on the radio and stuff. And so then I did my research on music production software and stuff. And that's when I came across this free um, software called FL Studio. Um, and so I downloaded it and not even 15 minutes later, I uninstalled it. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. There were so many glowing buttons and knobs and faders and I was just overwhelmed. Um, but um, so yeah, I uninstalled that and uh, went back to doing what I was doing, just making melodies and stuff on the piano. And like a year later, I um, I had gotten like a keyboard and you know how those keyboards have like really cheesy like drum loops on them? Mm. Like they're not they're not entertaining at all they're just like ill i don't i don't like this um those it just wasn't cutting it for me like just playing to drum loops and i wanted to create my own sound basically and so i was like all right we're just gonna have to figure out this fl studio thing and so yeah i re-downloaded it and kind of taught myself fl studio while watching like youtube tutorials and stuff and um, I was just getting inspired by a lot of different artists um, on SoundCloud and stuff. And I actually, I was producing um, and just making music that I was not posting online because I was really self-conscious about the music I was making. I didn't think it was good. And listening back to the music I was making, it was not good <laughs> back then. <laughs> um but yeah, I didn't really gain like gather enough courage to start posting until like late 2016. I think is when I posted my first song on SoundCloud. Um and I think that song got a total of five likes, and I think four of those likes were SoundCloud bots. But <laughs> and then the last like was me. But um yeah, I um but I kept like, I kept growing, I kept progressing, kept kind of like just working at it because I, I really enjoy producing. Yeah. And um, I'm just, I'm so thankful for like, and grateful for everybody who's supported me through the years. Um, this year alone, I've gained over 600 followers on my SoundCloud page and I'm, I'm about to hit 1k so is 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 going up I'm, yeah. I'm really happy right now no i yeah i think um that that that's some reason saying because just thinking back to kind of like you say you you posted your first beat in like 2016 and i think i contacted you in 20 like the next year right like 2017 mm -hmm. when i, I yeah. kind of found your music Mm -hmm. Actually, fuck! I don't even know how I found these things. I was just on SoundCloud and I was I was making um shitty 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 music, and then I found you, <laughs> and I was just like, Jesus, woman's making the music I hear in my head, but I can't make myself. <laughs> and I think at the time, I don't even I don't even know if you had that many followers. Um, no, I think I had like maybe two hundred something when yeah you contacted me. Yeah, yeah, and so I and so I I, I messaged you and I was like, Yo, dude, you are insane! Like, I think we should like work together, or whatever. Mm -hmm. and so and so we did, but I just think like the fact that your rise has just been so like exponential is just like proof to your to your talent overall and i think like a lot of people are seeing that now especially like this year with like a lot of you're getting a lot of like um soundcloud radio placements what mm -hmm. i call and then which i think is also just growing and you're also doing a lot more collaborations than you did before but that's oh, also yeah. yeah that's also in tune because more people are finding your music now right so mm -hmm. more Absolutely. sound more, more more producers are finding it so now they kind of like shit this this producer's insane. We have to work with her, and that just like grows. You just continue growing, and I think it's so like, dude, I'm just so chuffed for you, man. Because obviously, I've 
mm-hmm. been there and i've just been like trying like yeah like i remember when you when you dropped your the first um ep on like streaming services i was so gassed i was like <laughs> i think i still i think i still have um let me just just i think i still have your the one song on my running playlist yeah magic which is my favorite song mm, um mm-hmm. yeah it's still it's still in my running playlist from time so um, yeah, that song just, really blew up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's insane. I, and I, and that was that one, and um, also the one with I don't, I don't know if I'm butchering his name, but I think it's Suave or Smav. Smavs. Uh, yes, the, yes. Um, the the Drake flip you did as well. I love oh that yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. I play that on my on my SoundCloud quite a bit. But yeah, I'm just like so chuffed. And then I guess what I wanted to touch on is your the inspiration, right? Because. I think mm-hmm. two two points there is like the piano, which I think influences your 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 use of the roads, which you use like mm-hmm. which I think is kind of I don't know if you would consider it your trademark, but I think your use of it is kind of like it's kind of it's 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 always there and it's kind of what you started with, right? Um, mm-hmm. And obviously we've expanded over time, but besides your your piano lessons and and growing up in that in, environment, I kind of want to get back into besides. So what made you? take piano lessons was it your parents and then also because you naturally had the gift of wanting to create your own sound what inspired you to to hip-hop was it the music that was being played in your house was it just Mm -hmm. the area you're from because i think like obviously from from an outsider's perspective especially from those like outside of the states artists from the states normally and always kind of pick up their city Mm-hmm, and right. like there, there was emphasis on this the city's influenced me like i'm from houston or whatever and houston's mm-hmm. done this and the sound so i guess i want to just if you could kind of give insight into if, whether that plays an in- inspiration in your sound or, mm-hmm. or what exactly is it well um what got me into piano lessons i think it was a collective decision between me and my parents i was just like hmm, i, I want to play an instrument and they were like okay pick one and i guess mm-hmm. i just picked piano and uh, I don't know, having that understand when you know how to play piano, it's just music theory just clicks in everything that you do. And um, I think as far as inspiration goes, um, for one thing, I grew up in church and I just think that um, gospel music, having that le- knowing about gospel music, you just have a great foundation on chord progressions and rhythm and once you start to understand all those complex scales and gospel it's just like everything just clicks and then gospel bleeds so much into r&b and stuff and um you know i started making a lot of r&b well before i was listening (laughs) back in like 2013 a long time ago i was listening to like a lot of idiom i was listening to like house music I love house music, like Deep House and all that. But I think around 2014 or 20, yeah, around 2014, I I gotten on SoundCloud and I found Selection Radio. And um, Selection is uh, just like this uh, record label slash collective that has all of these amazing uh producers who are just like breaking the boundaries of genres and just they were doing stuff I've never seen done before like they were taking like like these heavy um drums and getting like some obscure soul sample and then putting like a heavily auto-tuned acapella on top and flipping like these contemporary songs I was just like wow this is this is crazy I want to make music like this and so I was getting inspired by like um, those top selection producers like J-Rob and Esta and um, I Am Nobody and just all of these crazy, um, crazy producers who were doing crazy things. And I was just like, I want to make music like that. So after years and years of just kind of listening to their music, I was just kind of like replicating their sound, but at the same time doing my own thing with this. So I'm not just, you know, becoming a carbon copy of everybody else or whatever. Um, but yeah, selection was definitely, is definitely still a, a big part of where I draw a lot of inspiration from. 
Yeah, I, I guess that that also leads on to like I wanted to ask because I'm not sure you haven't been featured on Selection yet. I have not. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's part of the goal, right? Like that's part of because yeah. obviously like Selection kind of the time you were listening to it. I think it, that that's when it was also picking up in Joe right. was I think that's the time when they also got like the the Apple Music exclusive partnership at that time. So obviously they they are a massive influence, and I also think they influence. Um, a lot of producers that do what you do, like the flipping and, and the, mm-hmm. the mashing of these different sounds and breeding these new sounds. But something that, that always stuck with me, something I always wondered that I, I kind of want to get your input on is like the, the breed of producers that, that come from that selection crowd, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, they're big in the sense of people feel attached to them. Like you, 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 you like, Oh, I found this artist on SoundCloud and they, I want to go to their shows and I, I want to listen to the music mm. and the DJing. But do you, do you think, cause this is my opinion. I think it's, it's very difficult for those producers to get placements with major mm. artists. And I think of, I think of J Rob, for instance, like he, he flips these insane, like I, 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 I follow him on, on, on Bandcamp and I buy some of his things mm-hmm. and he's flipping all these songs been like, and these beats are so insane, but you never, like Esther as well, um, these artists are not getting placements with like these big right. artists, and and I always think like I would I would be I think it would be insane for an Esther to maybe do something with a Drake or even J Rob because they always fl- and they're always flipping these songs and you kind of get their take on it, but right. you kind of hope that they can to push past it, but it's very difficult, right? It seems like I don't know if it's fans wanting them to themselves or is it just something that that kind of sound is just difficult to break through commercially. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's the latter that that kind of sound is just it's just different from what you hear on the radio. What you hear on the radio is like just that average trap type stuff. I mean, I, I feel like with some R and B artists like um, uh, Brent Fayez or like yeah. uh, uh, Kalani, you just you see you can see selection. Um, inspiration i guess yeah i think selection is clear with print right because t-pat is right that is literally part of the collect so that's obviously where they're from so it's quite clear but but what i mean but you can also see what brent does or what that saunders sound does is they kind of they do stem away from the selection a bit because when i listen to um the the sonder the sonder ep that ep they dropped this year that Mm -hmm. is very different but you you can see they put it on soundcloud because they know it's not something that would commercially work whereas something like too fast when it came out was also very selectiony but it wasn't um as intense because it was a lot more Mm -hmm. on the r&b and i think like Mm -hmm. it's 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 very push and pull with like how much do you give how much you take back in order because as an artist you want to work right like you do this yes because you love it but you also you also yeah, want to eat in also... the end of in, in, right. In the you want to make some money from this, absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> so um, I, th- yeah. yeah. So it's just like for me, it's it's, it's it's very like interesting to get that to get that insight because, like, how do you do it? Um, like... I personally, for me, I I just make what I want. Like, yeah. I'll I'll make the selection type stuff I, I've made like bounce music or whatever but I sell beats on the side still I make um tight beats or whatever that you call them like just normal just the average trap yeah. slash uh, hip-hop beats for um rappers because I know that that sound is what um people is, is what the people want to hear so yeah which I think is unfortunate that you know people don't want to see the other side of music, um, the underground um, take on music. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not sure why it that works the way it does, but it's just the industry. It's just the industry. Yeah, and then I guess this also leads to like in the sense of for me, it's when I when I listen to selection. Obviously, I, I listen to find people. Alike, like I, I discovered Givion on Selection, right? Like when I was mm-hmm. listening to that song. Mm-hmm. So, just off a tangent, in the sense of kind of this is me jumping ahead, but do you think because that is the vein of music you're in, do you, in terms of maybe doing kind of when you want to do shows and things like that, would you do DJing kind of shows and to sh- 
to kind of to, to broaden your fan base in a sense in the future? Or do you think that you just want to kind of build your online audience now and then see how far it goes and to get a placement? Um, I'm down for anything. I did, um, <laughs> I did a, uh, my first like DJ mix with um, New Waves Radio yes, earlier, yes, yes, yes. Uh, a few months back, and that kind of that kind of took off too on SoundCloud, and yeah. um, and I had I just started DJing and just kind of like self taught myself DJing this year, um, so that was cool. You know, I'm always looking forward to doing new things and experimenting around and stuff. So I'd love to do shows. If somebody wants to um, get me at a show, yeah, I would do that. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I'm also working at growing my online presence and stuff. And um, yeah. 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 And I think you, in order to do that, you've, I've, I've noticed you also quite, you're in the discords now and i think discord is yeah just um from a company perspective discord is kind of blowing up in the sense of not just it's 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 a notoriety but i think it like the company itself is, is gaining some traction although mm-hmm. i personally hate the interface i think it's a lot of shit like i go i go on discord i'm like fuck where the fuck am i let me just let me leave <laughs> like how you feel about foodie loops that's how i feel about discord and i'll be in there there's some cool there's some, like there's some, there's some cool communities in there like mm-hmm. that you find on, on on things and then you just look at it and i'm like jeez this is too many things let me get out um so yeah, i think yeah those last are... year i was having the hardest time trying to navigate but i've met so many great people so many like like-minded producers and singers and rappers and it's just provided great career opportunities too when you connect and network pe- with people i think just um having that connection with those producers and the people off discord and those people like sharing my music around has really is really what helped my page grow this year so you know if you want to give Discord a second chance, definitely hit me up, and I can show you around some different servers. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you need to you need to send me some servers I can join. But yeah. What I wanted to ask on that point then is because for you, do you find it? Because I think most of I, I'm not sure, but most of the time you work with people online, right? Like how many yeah. of your time do you actually go to studio? Have you been to studios that you work in, or do you? Is it mainly just you like? working getting a request to do the beat or whatever and then you send it off kind of like how we work because I, mean... mm-hmm. I think i have been to an actual studio once or twice in my entire life and it's just like i don't know where i'm from the people in the city don't really i don't know listen to the type of music i make like that's mm-hmm. again it goes back to what we were talking about about you know commercial music versus underground soundcloud music um they're more into like you know average uh, like amigos or the baby type beat you know i don't like that type of stuff um so you know but i have um had different uh people from the city i'm in little rock little rock um I've (laughs) i've had people from here kind of hit me up for beats and stuff so that's cool um but uh yeah yeah but i i think my the the reason i asked that is because kind of just thinking in terms of like where the world is heading in terms of the metaverse and people not just like you don't actually need to be in a studio to create magic Mm -hmm. right like absolutely um i (laughs) the way discord is it's just so cool how you can be streaming a track and then like somebody will hop in your live and they'll be like whoa gee this is crazy and can i hop on this or yada 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 and then it's just like everybody will be hyping you up and will be trying to hop on it um like it's just it's awesome how you can through technology you can just kind of like um collab with people all over the world it's it's insane um yeah yeah, but and that that leads me to the question of like, do you think the 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 energy is different? Like, do you need? I guess not, but like, do you think that is required? Like, in, like the energy you might get because because it's online. You do you think like you miss out on the 
the energy you might be getting from being in the same room with that person and and that in that yeah. sort of inspiration do you think like the way with discord and and with those things you must act like as a producer and as an artist do you think um yeah there might be somewhat of a disconnect in terms of energy uh because i am i am in one state and i'm trying to like catch the vibe and with a person who's in another country like that that can be hard and versus if you were actually in the studio with that person um but you know just talking to these same people every day you kind of i don't know you just become really good friends with them and they almost become like family and yeah. so it can be easy to you know kind of feed off of their energy and they they'll feed off of yours and um you just create magic basically oh is that that's a callback to the song we yeah. referenced earlier uh, <laughs> <laughs> look at master g trying to be cute um no i think that's that that that's perfect because i i do think that that's that's perfect because the, that's the way we worked and i think mm-hmm. for me i agree with you in every way that like yeah you miss out but it's not like that magic can't still be made and that magic still can't be created mm-hmm. because it's not like it's a, a one and done thing, right? This is a process right. that takes time. And I also think now with, with Discord and with the, the improvement of the way the world, the way the world's going in terms of this kind of technology, we've been made easier even. And like just the fact that I could even connect with you or whoever can connect with you in you in, in Little Rock and I'm in Cape Town, South Africa, which is like a 30 hour flight away. And like you sending <laughs> yeah. me beats and emails at like three in the morning and then I wake up. And I think <laughs> it's just like that point that I just made just touches touch on what the next phase I want to get into, which is your work ethic, because and the next point, which I want to also touch on is versatility, because first point is like the work ethic of this kind of relationship when you're working with people in different countries is like, I'd say I'd record something and send it to you, like say 10, 10 p.m. my time, which I think mm-hmm. would be in the afternoon by you. And then you'd send me back something in like three in the morning. And then I'd wake up at seven in the morning my time and text you and you'd still be up and I'd be like, Jesus, it's not like five o'clock. <laughs> isn't it? Like, like, dude, are you not sleeping? Like, why is this woman oh, texting me back? <laughs> <laughs> so I think like just the your work ethic is insane and that kind of shows and that is proof in your your growth over time like like these two years three years now it's just been insane like from two 200 followers to, to a thousand it's no small feat and I think people who know SoundCloud and who are listening to this and people who want to get into it will know it's not a it's not it's not easy to get that right. kind of growth that quickly right. um like the, the music has to be good and and you have to be insanely talented. But what I wanted to touch on today is just kind of get your your mind around a question that I have is like, do you think producers, like the requirement to be versatile is, in, is a hindrance? Because like, I feel like it is so insane that people expect producers, like producers in music are the only people who are expected to be versatile. Mm. Like an artist, you know, let me just use, as a rapper can rap about the same thing on the same right. type of beat for like right. ever and make, gang money if it hits but a producer that produces the song and makes the song and engineers it and does all these things you like they have to be so versatile do you think that like that is an issue in just in the in the core of how musicians are looked at and and those kind of perspectives and like what's your take on that because i think from my side i think it's kind of (laughs) insane that producers are meant to do all these things whereas a rapper or can just or a singer can just go on about their day and do the same thing over and over Mm mm-hmm Oh, so you mean versatile in in terms of like function and not in like the types of genres they make? No, being... in terms of being like engineers and then also the type of uh, music they make, right? Like you can um, make you you as Master G can make a the baby type beat, but then you can also <laughs> make a selection type beat, and then you right. can also do whatever, and you can flip the sample, and you can do this and do that, and then I come and I'm just like, yeah, let me just talk about some hoes and then <laughs> <laughs> and move on. Yeah, that that can be a little. <laughs> frustrating when you think about like the shared but no I'm kidding like I understand like being a lyricist and being a songwriter and a rapper or whatever that that is that could be a lot of work you know yeah. especially when you put a lot of effort into it you know but um yeah I think versatility is important I'm not sure if I would say it's a, a requirement like I just feel like I can make a track 
and um you know then as a producer and then send it off to you or you know singer or rapper or whatever and then send it off to a, a professional audio engineer to do his part of it and uh you know there's there's different people um mm-hmm. with different titles in the industry and it can be it can become like a, a shared workload honestly but i think having that strong work ethic uh can and that drive t- um can really help with versatility and thus like really help with growing your audience because your audience starts to see wow she's really a one-person show she's doing mm-hmm. everything behind the scenes she is producing mixing mastering singing i'm singing all my songs now yeah. um, <laughs> uh yeah. she is promoting her own music making her own visualizers she is really doing all of this so you know i think once the audience kind of sees that like they start to really appreciate what you're doing um but yeah i don't, I don't think it's a requirement necessarily yeah i guess the reason i'm asking that is because as a producer who is coming up and no matter what age who it is like i feel like do you not think it's something that you need to be all these things in order to capture an audience and in order to um hopefully capture an audience and then grow with that audience right and then then streamline your music into something and then because once you've made a certain amount of followers amount of money you can kind of focus on something that you actually want to do because at the end of the day, you start off doing all these things. You start off producing. You, you like I said, you mixing, you engineering. Maybe you sending it off, but you you doing the cover art. You promoting yourself. You you're, you're truly independent, right? And then mm-hmm. only once you get a team around you, you start relinquishing the responsibilities. But right. that sort of versatility is not maybe required initially from someone that was just a lyricist or a songwriter. Because yes, right. it's, you're writing a song, but you're not like doing the extra stuff right right so i think it's it's that's why that's where my question comes from like Mm -hmm. producers always have to do so much more in order to capture their audience exactly to capture their audience because i think of um you and then also some other people i know that just like you're producing these songs and then you're making beats for other people and then you Mm -hmm. still have to to mix those beats and then maybe if they want to record they want you to mix the vocals and then you still have to make a cover art and you have to do all these other things. <laughs> it's definitely hard in that sense being a producer, but like we're like the singer or the rapper is the front of the work. Like they're yeah. they are who the people um initially like receive. That's who they first hear on the song. Like a lot of people don't really listen to that beat. I mean, the beat is, you know, they'll listen to the beat, but it's like they want to hear what the lyricist has to say, like, you know. Yeah. Um, so it can be hard for a producer to kind of come up from the bottom, um, just you know, releasing beats and stuff. But um, that's why I don't I don't just release beats. You know, I always say like my songs aren't beats; they're like full blown compositions. You know, it's yeah. like I um just like full blown cinematic, songs. Yeah. yeah, songs. It's music. It's not like yeah, it's, it's and not, that, it's not something yeah. that I can just put on and then I'm then I can hear oh I can hear I can hear a verse yeah that's the chorus. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. that. It's like you're listening to the song and you're being immersed. Yeah, right. the, the 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 music you're being immersed, and that's the and that I think that's something that 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 kind of selection people and like that 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 group mm. of mm-hmm. artists that are that come from that are doing right. Like I, like you and like you mentioned J Rob, and then I also listen to um, K L Maestro, which, I, which is one of my mm. yeah one of, one of my favorites. So it's like these. It's shifting like perception it's it's slow but it is shifting to the point where producers are realizing we don't actually need the artist we can tell the story through ourselves and even if that's using some flipping some some sample into in in, if we need that kind of thing and i think it's so important and it's so cool that this is kind of happening um Mm -hmm. i just like it's obviously going to take time for for it to catch on um commercially because Mm -hmm. yes what happens is if you put it on streaming um 
sites your fan base will go to it but like i'm like i can tell you people are not checking unless they know you they're not checking right. for for jay rob on sound on spotify you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. so jay rob I, I think it's cool how he's kind of been um working with a bunch of different like artists that are more yeah. um like um not mainstream but you know just more well-known artists yeah. so it's cool to see how he went from like underground just these boom bap flips um back in like 2015 2016 and now he's doing like stuff that's being played on small radio stations it's, that's cool and that's what i hope to do eventually one day is um you know just kind of go up like that yeah i think kate renata would be the biggest Oh um, yes, person absolutely. that that's kind of broken the mold, right? That's kind of started there. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, now I'm here and I'm I'm doing that and um, still doing what he wants, but then also moving on. And then um, so I, it's 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 just very interesting this this chat around what people expect from producers and how versatile <laughs> yeah. and versatile they um they need to be on what they do, which is obviously important. I think. It's just so so cool that 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 you can do all these things. Because I remember, like when we were making music, I'd be like, "Oh, should I ask her to mix this as well?" And I just <laughs> loved the way you mixed it because we kind of just knew. Like I would say, oh, "I want to, I wanted to sound like this." And obviously, it's difficult because I'm not there, so I can't like say, right. "Oh, I recorded it this way, so you must lace the vocals like this." Obviously, I didn't know that. I could have just mm-hmm. zoomed you and shared my screen back in the day. But um, but now <laughs> I, I, it's just like it's it's so cool to see. Um, that growth and then what i wanted to touch on is also just in terms of your future projects right so you've released the the first one and then you also did a a small ep on soundcloud i think like three songs yeah but in terms of in future products projects what is in the pipeline for master g um i have i have a pretty big song drop coming when i hit 1k so you know if you're out there listening definitely follow your girl give me to one yeah yeah no um, i'm putting i'm putting all your all your things in the in the in the description <laughs> don't 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 fit it hey, people will know people that. will know yes well that will definitely um be a thing that's coming i have been doing a lot of collaborating with other artists as well um I'm in this vocal group project thing called Vision 3 with Yeah, we have um, to get on the singing, man. Please tell me how this yes. happened. And, and, and I cuz 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 I heard you I heard you on Mac calls. Ah, oh my and, god. And, and, and so I, I was like, I'm listening. I'm like, hey, is this who I think it is? And then I was like, oh, okay, cool. So you needed like, yeah, just tell me how that happened and now you're in a vocal group and like I don't oh. think I've heard have you released anything where you actually like Singing, singing, um, or is it just the back, the the background and ad libs that I'm getting? Because maybe there's I there's like two tracks on my SoundCloud where I'm kind of singing. It's um concrete, the concrete flip by Tiana Taylor. Oh shit! Yes, that's you. Yes, that was me in the background doing little. Yes, I yeah, yeah, okay, I remember. And now. um, this other track called "No One Better for You," um, where it was just like, it was like this crazy part at the beginning is like hyper balance or whatever and then it switches up into like this like floaty vibe type thing and i added some little harmonies at the end of that um and also with this song drop when i hit 1k i have like my first full length song with like actual vocals that i plan on dropping um i and it's crazy like if you would have told me like two or three years ago that I was going to be singing, I would have been like, no, I would have hung up. <laughs> like, I I don't really like the way my voice sounds like that, but I just, I think over time, I've really kind of, um, I've had a lot of experience with mixing other people's vocals. And so I think once you've got the mix down, it's like, okay, this is tolerable. I can listen to this. And on top of that, I just know how to feed my voice through autotune. <laughs> and thank God for autotune because I cannot sing. Uh, honestly, I, I don't think I can. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, I kind of started getting into vocals. I think 
like a year ago, a little bit more than a year ago, maybe just listening to my friend Smavs, he, he would always do a bunch of vocal work, like just like format shifting and vocal chops of his own vocals. And I always thought that was so cool. Um, how he would like manipulate um, autotune and stuff. And so I started getting into it and um, I would kind of, you know, kind of show projects around the discord and people were really like messing with it and whatnot. And so then um, me and my homie Chrome Shoddy, who is a really great um, R&B producer on SoundCloud, we would always like kind of, collab on like these smooth r&b tracks um with like uh, a bunch of <laughs> we would always have like a lot of auto-tune and just kind of like just just vibing honestly and one day we were on discord and we were making this song called true colors i'm not sure if you've heard it but um it's like this kind of trap r&b vibe and we was just we were live streaming it and everything and there's this girl who came in who was watching us and she was just so blown away by what we were doing and her name is Sobi. she is an awesome um female uh singer and yeah. rap she raps too she does everything but um yeah so you've been working with her quite a bit now I yeah i have um she's really cool she's definitely on the come up um so we all kind of like formed this bond and became really close uh we talked every day and um we've been making a lot of cool like little vocal projects on the side some of it's just like us having fun just kicking it some of it is like serious um but yeah we're just we're just vibing and i just i've been doing a lot of vocal work recently and i, I really like it so yeah that's so cool and you met these um your your group through discord they're not all yeah. in the same city as you yeah yeah no um they're all scattered across the united states um but yeah that's just the beauty of discord is just finding these communities and um connecting with like-minded people um who just share the same like perception um on music as you and offer different perceptions and different ideas and yeah. you know you just kind of feed off of each other's energy it's so funny we'll be on discord in a group chat and we'll all be live streaming and we'll all have like our our DAWs open so like FL Studio and like uh, Logic and um, we'll all be singing in autotune like across the nation <laughs> just harmonizing <laughs> on these beats like freestyling yeah. with like our vocals drenched in reverb and delay and autotune and it's just so fun just vibing with them like that and we've created some pretty awesome songs just you know chilling and um, yeah connect being connected um through discord is is really cool so yeah yeah i just think it's it's so insane that you like you work like people we work with these people who we've never met and you like you mm. you, you make these bonds and in a normal situation if this didn't exist if the internet and discord and whatever didn't exist you probably never meet these people right unless right. it was some insane coincidence and like you get to make this music and you get to create with these people and you build this relationship they're probably gonna last forever right so i think it's mm -hmm. So it's so insane, and I'm so I'm so glad that you, you like you also branching out into into doing vocals and then working to be the next Beyonce. I see you. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> no. oh man! Um, so I just wanted to to get on like you know we we touched on future projects and obviously you have the big one K plan and you 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 the vocal group. So you've hit one K. Say next week. What is the five year vision for Master G? Oh boy! Um, but it doesn't have to be a five-year vision. I just think like yeah. give us insight into like your vision board. Do you have a vision board? Do you have like four screens up and on the fifth on the fourth <laughs> screen there's like a, a Pinterest board? It's like okay, I'm reaching this goal today, that goal today, um, next that goal next year. You know what, what's yeah? What's the goal? Well, uh, what's funny for me is that music is just a hobby. It's it's not something I can see myself. Uh, pursuing full-time 
I just, it goes back to what we were saying about, you know, being commercial versus being underground. I don't see my underground style really blowing up and like Mm -hmm. me making money off of it alone. So I plan on like, I don't know, getting a nine to five job eventually. Yeah, because well, yeah, you are studying, right? I think like you're, yeah. you're, you're still at college. Are you yeah, I'm a, I'm a senior in college right now. and uh, That's yeah, I went... crazy, bro. That makes me feel <laughs> so old because when you started, I think you haven't even seen even like, were you, like, I was in high or... school. Yeah, yeah. what the <laughs> fuck? Dude? Oh my days. I am 21 oh, now. I'll be 22 in geez. January. Yo, that's a mezzanine, man. Bro, like, yeah. I'm, oh, oh, my day. I can't believe it. <laughs> I remember. No, I think it's insane because I, I remember, like, I was like on your Instagram. I was like, Jesus, woman, just like turn to Like, no, nah, okay. Um, that's, yeah. so, that's so insane. But, like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. The nine to five. I, would, I think I'd probably work a nine to five job and like start a family um, just before I even like become super famous. Now, if some major record label wants to come to me and offer me like a $20 million contract, then I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, forget the nine to five. I'm ready <laughs> to start producing type beats while still, you know, doing my own thing on SoundCloud. Yeah. Um, but um yeah. but in in relation to that are you do you, i know you said like you don't foresee it but like are you sending out sort of demos I, I and things like that want, to labels i do want placements i do want to get a placement eventually um i just i haven't had the energy or desire to you know try to i don't know how to describe try to just make these average beats <laughs> that that I know yeah. would, would get on to you know radios and would become you know really popular um, to the masses. So I've just been doing my own thing on SoundCloud. I think over the next uh, year or so, I'm gonna just keep doing my own thing. Maybe release another big project or two um and just continue to collab and network with other people um but yeah i don't really have any big major goals but yeah just just doing what i love and enjoying it and uh meeting new people yeah which i think is the 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 important thing right because you're doing it because you like to do it and not because you like there comes a point in time where maybe i don't know but some people might feel like oh this is now more than mm-hmm. what I what I signed off for. I guess what I also wanted to touch on is just, do you think that maybe, I don't know, but like being a female hasn't hindered this experience in any way? Like being a producer, do you think it's a bit more difficult mm. to maybe get placements? Do you think that has kind of impacted in some way? Do you feel that with when you work with people? I'm just trying to get insight into that. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I think it's kind of like two sides to that situation it's kind of like you know people really rock with me because I'm a female producer and it's it's rare for female producers to to be making be... banging music yeah <laughs> yeah to to doing that and like at the same time I just feel like especially on SoundCloud and the communities I'm in I feel like if a male were to release some of the music I would I make I feel like that their stats would be two times better than mine Mm. um just just based off what I've seen like on SoundCloud and stuff but you know I don't know like yeah no but I agree with you because I think I think the same I think but it's so weird because you ask yourself why right Mm. like like what like what is it like no one like is it's not like is it your profile picture is it the name they see i don't know is it the bio because like when you're listening to the music it shouldn't matter right like who gives a shit and i think what's important is like when you see like for instance like you know working on dying is a collective right like you don't you don't actually know who working on dying is and like that's how it should be you shouldn't really care whether right. the person is male or female, and that shouldn't right. really impact their 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 plays or their growth, but for some reason it fucking does. It's it's just weird. And then what I 
just to, to echo on that is how do you feel about like producers like I, I was listening to Summer Walker and apparently there, there were rumors or not rumors but she says on the song on the album that like London didn't doesn't really produce much of the stuff anyway so hmm. yeah as a producer how do you feel about that and then I know we we kind of going a bit long so I'll try and just I think maybe that should be the last question because like it's kind of weird like you I never thought that that would happen in from a producer's perspective where technically you're getting all the placements but you're not actually doing shit um mm. so mm. like yeah I, I feel like personally i just i would be doing a lot of stuff <laughs> i just <laughs> i like to be in control when it comes to the music i put out and just upholding this reputation of going crazy with everything i do so i i think i would i would definitely touch everything as a producer but um yeah, kind of going back to what was the other thing you mentioned? I'm sorry, it was kind of like you were talking about. Um, I forgot. I forgot what you had so asked I, me. I, I touched on um, how you feel about producers not producing. And oh then, yeah. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. That's that's insane to me. Knowing that, I, I mean, I guess it kind kind of makes. Since I don't know when you think of like DJ Khaled, like just screaming on the beat, we the best music. Like, what did you do? Did you make the beat, <laughs> or like, did you have other producers kind of like, were they the ones who who made it? And you're just kind of like the figurehead over it all. Um, but yeah, that's that's not cool that the producers aren't out here producing <laughs> like they should be. Like, the, yeah. yeah. I think it's 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 an issue because like uh, I was listening to this interview with Adele with Saint Lo and she talks about this producer that I like called Inflow. But what Inflow mm-hmm. is, he's a he's a producer, but he's like you in 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 R and B or in soul music, it's a bit different because the producer doesn't just make the beat. Right there, you're a bit more mm-hmm. you're vocal producing. You're producing the you're producing a lot more than just the the actual pressing the buttons and you're literally trying to produce the artist and telling her, okay, maybe you should sing it like this. And then, so from a, from a hip hop or R&B or whatever side is a bit diff- different because you can kind of just have a team that does it. And then you kind of just put your, your face to it. Right. Which is mm-hmm. kind of an, which isn't ideal because it's kind of just taking credit for things that you aren't doing, unless it's like a collective where, you know, it's like working on dying or yeah, uh, whatever. I don't... I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Like, I feel like everybody should get credit for the things that they're actually doing and, you know, um, for the work that they're actually putting in to the project. Like, you know, so, um, but as I said, like, if and when I ever like blow up or whatever, um, I definitely plan on being invested completely invested into the project and not just being that figurehead in the background just waiting to put my name at the forefront of the project um so i plan on actually producing and you know maybe mixing um and you know i want to learn how to master um tracks eventually too so i want to do it all honestly yeah that's 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 insane man i'm just yeah i think you can do it and i don't think like i i do think if when you when when you do blow up i hope people come back to this episode and realize this is the first interview you've done <laughs> and they can I can and they can come get some reference points when <laughs> yeah. um so yeah i think for to kind of close the episode and do some a bit more more lighthearted i have a, a rapid fire session which oh. I'm I'm playing with, and you mm-hmm. can it's five questions. You just first thing that pops up to your head, you tell me, and then you don't have to say you don't have to say why unless you want mm-hmm. to, of course. But yeah, are you are you keen to do the quick fire? Yes, I am. Let's do it. Okay, first up, favorite emoji. <laughs> um, the little um heart exclamation thing. What? The what little is that? it's like it's like an exclamation mark, right? But it's a heart. You know, oh? I'm always using it. <laughs> it's like it's like. No, nah, wait. I'm going through my phone now. What is it I'm called? Right. It's an exclamation point, right? 
but it's a heart though. It's in the shape oh, of a yes, heart. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Okay, I see it. Yes, okay, yes. okay, okay. Jeez, I was like, what emojis is this woman? She got like a different kind of iPhone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. Uh, would you rather be in a room filled with people who brag all the time or people who complain? Oh God, uh, people who complain. Yeah, I'm not the first person to say that. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it's interesting that you people people don't like people who brag, isn't it? You'd rather I listen don't... to people nag all the time. Like imagine. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe this. <laughs> yeah, I don't like conceited people, so no. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, favorite producer. Oh, besides god. yourself. <laughs> no. Oh. My Putting god. you on the spot. Yes. I. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I okay. I okay. Know. Favorite artist. Let's 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 change it just to make it okay. easy for you. Um, Janae Aiko. I love her. Really? Yeah, I do. I'm always using her vocal samples too. Like true, her voice true, is true. so beautiful. Okay, cool. That's interesting. I thought you. Yeah, I thought you would have maybe said like, because yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, favorite TV show. <laughs> Oh God! Um, I, 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 you must watch a TV show. I do. Shoot. Um. Damn. Uh. I. I'm not gonna say that. Uh, Does Netflix count? Oh, it's like just just you just everything on Netflix you watch. I was gonna say like I don't know it's different. Yeah, I liked American Horror Story. That was cool. That was okay, really okay, yeah. that's uh, that's that's decent. Um, yeah, I think <laughs> <laughs> season one is my favorite. So yeah. Um, uh, <clears throat> okay, cool. Final one in the rapid fire: iced yeah. coffee or cold brew? I don't drink coffee. Oh. oh. I, was, I should have said iced coffee or boba tea. I don't know what you actually drink. I think. What I've, do you drink then? I've never had bubble tea. I drink yes, water. <laughs> wow. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very boring. I know. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's good because I, I listen to a lot of American. I consume a lot of American um, content. And there was an episode of, on the Rory and Mall podcast. And they were like, yo, dude, like these people don't drink water. And like they would be in the club and people would be like, oh, I don't drink water. I just drink like Sprite and Coke and stuff. So <laughs> oh, I'm actually no. glad. I'm actually glad you're so, uh, an American that drinks water, man. Um <laughs> Yeah, I think I think uh, uh, Americans get a bad uh, reputation from saying they don't drink water; they just drink uh, coke and things of that nature. Okay, cool. Yeah. So your rapid fire was very interesting. Favorite emojis: <laughs> exclamation heart. I, I didn't know that's what it was called. <laughs> you prefer people who complain? Um, if you had mm-hmm. to choose between the two, your favorite your favorite artist is Janae Aiko. Favorite TV show. Albeit you're not sure, I'll give it to American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. And you drink water. You you haven't yeah. even tried boba. I thought boba was very. Oh, but you're not boba. Seems like more like from a, from a LA thing, isn't it? And, yeah. Uh, mm. I want to try it eventually, but yeah, my friends love it, so I don't. I don't know. I might have to try it eventually. Yeah. And so before you go and like tell me tell me a bit of more about like who's the the biggest artist out of Little Rock, Arkansas? It is Arkansas. Oh. There is no big artist out of Little Rock, Arkansas. Well, there has to be one. There are none. Like, uh, there are none. I promise. If there okay. were, like, you, y'all yeah. would hear about them. I'm always getting made fun of because I'm from Arkansas because it's, like, the state that, like, you would not expect anybody to come from. But yet, here I am. So, you know, <laughs> I would like to become the biggest artist from <laughs> Little rock, so there you go. Ideally, that's that 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 is the goal. That's that the goal. is that's the, that's your neon sign. <laughs> if this was a video, if this was an input, I'm gonna, shh, biggest artist out of Arkansas. I think that's so cool. I don't know where I've heard of Little Rock. I don't know if does Charles Gambino ever. He mentions it in the song. I think. Yeah, I think he does actually. He does, eh? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think he he, he mentions it. I don't know if it's in Telegraph. In Tele- yeah, anyway, um, but yeah. Gabriel, Master G, thank you so much for doing this. I'm thank so, you so I'm much, so, Brandon. 
I'm so chuffed you did this, and I'm so glad we got to chat and and, and do all of this, man. I'm I'm so excited to put this out and for more people to hopefully get you to that thousand followers, and we can finally listen to some new music. Hopefully, this this <laughs> this this has just been so much fun. So I appreciate it, and I thank you so much. Yes, I had so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. Really yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so everyone, that was uh, Master G. Obviously, of course, all the socials will be in the description, a link, SoundCloud, Instagram, wherever you can find it, you'll be able to find it in the description. Um, so please look out for that and please give her a follow. And yeah, just just follow this uh, talented artist, Master G. I thank you. And have a rest, lovely rest of your day because it's like, it's, I think it's 1 p.m. now in your. Yeah, in your, it is. Yeah. It's like 9 p.m. this side. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So thank you so much, man. I'll chat to you soon. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.